a little bit of background. I have a, a real estate investment company. I also have a real estate license. Um, I've owned a virtual assistant company since uh, first one started in 2018. Prior to that, uh, played professional hockey for eight years. And when I retired, jumped into real estate back in 2004. So I've been in this industry for a long time. Um, helped start a couple uh, different national coaching programs. And then through the years while I was uh, doing short sales, fix and flips, wholesaling, wholetailing, you know, retail stuff. I've done everything through the gamut, done over probably right now over 1500 deals um, since 2004. I've been through, you know, every ups and downs of different markets. So, um, and I'm here just to talk a little bit about our business and how um, not only my real estate investment company, but also um, on how everyone can use virtual assistants in their business um, and using exactly what comes out of my office. Uh, I use my virtual assistant in my own business. So, you know, everyone on this call could use it as a practical manner. Um, not not someone who's learned this 10 years ago and just regurgitating. I do it on a daily basis. So that's a, a quick two second overview of, uh, of myself. Um, uh, Nobody had actually ever used a virtual assistant, but people were thinking a lot about it. Uh, so the main idea that we had was, um, can virtual assistants, are there, is their specialty for tasks that are repeatable, can be taught, are simple, maybe something that isn't our favorite thing to do, uh, and we're very keen in learning more about um, uh, how virtual assistants can enable us to be more effective in our business. For myself, I'm... A very, you know, my title at my business is controller. <laughs> so I hope that this uh, presentation will expand my mind about those things I can let go of control over. Um, Connie, thank you for that question. Fantastic question. Um, but before I get started, Connie, um, where, where are you out of? Well, previously I was 10 years in Singapore, but now I'm in um, Nevada, northern Nevada. All right. And what type of business do you have right now? Uh, right now, I... I'm happy to say that I love my job. I'm the director of accounting and treasury for an online streaming company with offices in Singapore, Korea, China, and U.S. But I've also a long-term buy and hold real estate investor for many years. Love it. Perfect. So I'll touch upon some of the things that you can do with the virtual assistant, especially in the buy and hold side of it. Um, so I'll assume we everyone's running the gamut kind of on different real estate. So um, I will cover this Um I will zip through this. I'm from Northeast, just so everybody knows I'm from Connecticut. So if I talk a little fast, um, you could give me a virtual slap and tell me to slow down. So um, I've been accused of talking fast, but that's just a little bit of my nature and where I live and where I grew up. So just a little bit about myself. Um, like I said at the beginning, I started investing in 2004. Prior to that, um, I was a professional hockey player for eight years, uh, four years here in the U.S. and four years in Europe. Um, since 2004, I've done over a thousand transactions, probably over 1500 now. Last year we did 160 transactions. That's a mix of wholesaling, wholetailing, a little fix and flip, some buy and holds. Um, we were up to, we were actually building our buy and hold portfolio, but since this market was so good, we sold everything. Um, and we, you know, profited very, very well, reinvested in the business. Uh, this year we're on mark to do over 200 transactions here in, in Connecticut. Um, through the years, I started uh, two real estate education programs, one on the short sale side back in 2005 and six, And then after that, a company called Fortune Builders, which grew to um, over $300 million in sales, uh, helped start that company, and then pivoted that into owning a virtual assistant company.
in 2018. So reason why I started uh, my first virtual assistant company uh, was the fact that a lot of us on this call, um, we're doing a lot of things in our business and we wear a lot of hats. And the best thing for us to be able to do is outsource a lot of the, the tasks that are, you know, some of it's brain damage. It's just a lot of it is admin work. A lot of it is stuff that I'll get, I'll get into the exact stuff um, coming up right here. Uh, we're at over about a thousand virtual assistants right now. Uh, my company's out of the Philippines, just to give you guys a little heads up there. Um, I use probably about 15 to 20 of my own virtual assistants in my real estate company. So just, I just want to make sure that you know that um, I also have a company, but I also use my service. So I think it's important for everyone that, um, uh, uses any service, make sure that the individual that runs that company uses their own service too. I think that's important. Um, just want to give you a little bit of my background. So I'll keep rocking and rolling. Uh, who we are, company's name is Riva Global. Um, I go to the Philippines probably before COVID, I was going three to four years or three or four times a year. Um, now uh, I'm going for the first time in November. We have a uh, an event that we run. Um, there's I think over 800 of our staff members that are signed up to go. So it's going to be a pretty, pretty sizable event um, coming up in November. Um, this is just a little bit of our staff. Um, and we usually have a, uh, our event is dress up. So the top right hand side, uh, we love giving back to our team members. It's just a really big party. We do awards and things like that. So really cool way to give back to the team. All right, who we serve. And this is kind of, this is getting back to some of the things that, um, that you were asking. And Preston's on this call too. We could give you a hundred task list. Uh, so Preston, you could post a hundred task lists for Ken to, to send over to everybody. It'll give each of you some ideas on how to use virtual assistants. I'm going to go over how we use them in my business um, and exactly the systems and processes that we use. Like I said, I will keep this very efficient. Um, I don't like, you know, being a talking head. So I want, you know, any questions that you guys have, just please um, post them here. Let me see. Uh, if there's any questions, leave Bob your contact. Hey, I mentioned. Yep. All right. Feel free to drop the line here. Link here. Okay. Um, real estate professionals. We work with investors, agents, wholesalers, builders, uh, renovators, rehab investors, landlords, property managers, buy and hold investors, multifamily investors, short-term rental investors, creative financing uh, lenders, brokers, influencers, and content creators. So these are just some of the real estate professionals that we work with. Like I said, if, if any of you fall under this, this umbrella, which I believe you do, um, you know, you can use virtual assistants to your business. So what we're going to be covering, um, and this is important. In our business, we automate about 90% of what we do. Um, of course, you need to run some of your own business. Usually like saying the 80-20 rule, right? 80-20, you could outsource 80% of what you do. And I'll get into, you know, direct mail. I'll get into cold calling. I'll get into text messaging. I'll get into following up some of the core tasks that need to get done in your business on a daily basis. Uh, how to use virtual assistants to get your time back and lock up more deals. Best ways to generate motivated seller leads with virtual assistants. Um, I am very, um, I think this is the most important part is, is generating leads because we have, we're in a market that um, needs consistent lead generation for all of us to be in business. Again, whether you're buying and hold, you still need houses to buy, whether you're fix and flip, whether you're agents, it doesn't matter. We need to consistently be marketing on a daily basis because if we don't, our competitors will. And they're going to be taking the deals from us. So I'll be I'll be going over um, exactly what that looks like. 
Um, and also the best task to outsource to a VA when getting started or right now. So um, this is just some of the things that we will be covering. Now, just like you, Connor, the question that you asked, you know, why is it important for, I think, everybody in their in business to use virtual assistants? And every time I talk to somebody, it comes down to these three very important things. Number one, um, when I ask someone, hey, why do you use virtual assistants? Well, I want to scale or I want to become more efficient or I want more time. And I'll explain each one of those. Um, scale is important. I know some of us have different terminologies or different definitions of what scale means. Um, scale can go from, can mean doing one deal a month to doing five, doing 10 to doing 20. It all depends on what your definition of scale is. It could be just, you know, just getting better and doing more of those deals, right? But the most important part, it's saving on expenses without adding more work to your plate. Because a lot of us sometimes say, hey, I want to scale. But we don't realize that when you scale, it could take a huge amount of time, you know, put back on your plate. So it's going to take, a, uh, take more time off of your plate. So you're going to be stuck in your business. Um, also, it's going to cost you a lot of investment. So uh, using virtual assistance keeps our costs and expenses down. Uh, efficiency. Um, this is really important. Improve efficiency of daily business processes, skilled, dedicated, trained team members. What I recommend is when you work with a virtual assistant, start documenting your processes, right? Because that's really important. A lot of us don't do this. It took me a little while in my business to start really documenting um, what I did on a daily basis, which I think everyone should, because once we add on more team, team members, it's going to be easier to then put them into whatever process that they're doing, whether it's bookkeeping, whether it's uh, head of marketing, whether it's uh, lead manager, whether it's your follow-up specialist, whatever that um, specific process is in your business. And the last thing is time freedom. VAs give you time back. We offer part-time and full-time virtual assistants. That's 20 hours a week and 40 hours a week. Now, I always ask whenever I talk to someone, I say, All right, how much more can you get done if you have 20 hours back on your plate per week, right? Or 40 hours. You know, if you want to go on vacation with your family, if you want to coach your kids sports or you want to go to your grandkids events, right? You want to make sure that those tasks that you're doing on a daily basis don't stop because if we're not there and we're only, you know, we have a small team or solo solopreneurs, guess what? That is going to stop if you're not there to do it. So virtual assistants will take care of all of those, uh, those tasks. All right, let me get into what sets us apart. I get this question a lot. And so Scott asked me, you know, Bob, what sets you guys apart from, you know, anyone else? Because we all could go out there and get our own virtual assistant. We could, right? Um, there, there are areas all over the world where you can get virtual assistants. So for us and how we set ourselves up from everybody else is we created a four-step recruiting and interview process. We do a VA system check. So when you have a virtual assistant, you have to make sure they have the right systems for their computers. This is very important right? Um, you guys can take a screenshot of this if you want um, and make sure they have enough storage, etc. Because if you want them to do video editing, make sure they have the right software for their computer. We handle all that. We do a VA background check. Uh, we do a three-point competency and language proficiency check. Uh, we have, just to give you a little background of our business, my virtual assistant company, and I'll give you an overview of my real estate company as well. My virtual assistant company, we have a sourcing recruiting team, we have a training team, we have a placements team, operations team, we have HR um, and accounting, et cetera. So a little bit behind the scenes of what we, 
how we actually run our, our business back there. We also do predictive indexing and disk profile. The reason why that's important is because if you're looking for a cold caller, you want to make sure that that particular predictive index or disk profile fits that particular um, task that you're doing, right? So I'm not going to get into disk or, or predictive index too much, but it's a really big thing that we do offer um, with our company. We also do a four-week real estate intensive training for our virtual assistants. So they go through all of that. That's all paid for by us as a company. Um, we also offer VA benefit packages. Uh, we, we have paid healthcare for our virtual assistants. We do paid time off and we have paid training. So that's just a little bit what sets us apart from everybody else, just to give you an overview there. Uh, let me see if there's any questions as I keep going. Predictive index, pretty cool. I'm an altruist, very nice. I'm a maverick, that was from Liz. Um, so let's keep rocking and rolling here. Ooh, yeah, lead generation. So this is what I'm doing in my business today. Um, just to give you a little overview of my real estate company, myself and Adam um, are the owners and we have, we have how many acquisition individuals? We just hired two more, one, two, three. I think we're up to about 10 acquisition individuals in-house in Cheshire. We have one sales manager. Uh, we have two dispo disposition who's selling our deals and we have a uh, transaction coordinator. We have a, a lot of virtual assistants, which I'll cover the tasks that our virtual assistants do in our business. So this is a little bit about our lead generation. Now, um, I don't know how many of you do cold calling, but I think it's a, a necessary evil. When I first started investing back in 2004, I door knocked. So what I did is I got a list of pre-foreclosure houses, individuals that were not uh, making payments on their house. And I would door knock from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. every Monday through Friday. Now, I don't recommend you do it because you don't have to do this anymore because of uh, technology, quite frankly. Um, and it was very time intensive. Like, I got a lot of no's. I got a lot of doors slammed in my face, but I thought it was, it was a really good way to actually learn the business from ground up. So I started door knocking. Then what happened was I would go home. I would take that same list and I'd run it through 411.com or, or white pages and try to find the best uh, phone number for that house. And then I would call from about right after dinner. So I was probably calling from about six o'clock to eight o'clock at night. So that was my Monday through Friday. So as you can tell, I was hitting it pretty hard. You thankfully do not have to do that anymore. All right. Um, but cold calling is a necessary evil for every single one of us to keep driving leads on a daily basis. Now I'm not doing it as cold calling anymore. My VA team does this for me. It is one of the most effective lead generation methods. We call both cell phones and landlines. Now this method, this is the challenge. If you're doing it yourself, you will burn yourself out. Um, how do I know? I was door knocking and cold calling every day for a year. Um, I got beat up, I got burnt out. I had to find someone who would then take, take over for me on the door knocking side and also the cold calling side. VAs can call about 400 to 600 dials per day. Now think about this. We could be out taking care of our kids. We could be out um, coaching, out on the beach, whatever we want to do while our virtual assistants are driving leads on a daily basis, right? Two, three, four, five leads per day. What you're looking for here is a seller that raises their hand that says, yes, I'd be interested in talking to your team members to potentially sell my house. That's all I'm looking for. Our virtual assistants are pre-screaming them. 
sending it over to our sales team. So for us, when I say sales team, most likely it's us on this call taking those leads, qualifying them to see if those properties work. Use Connie as a good example. She's a buy and hold investor. She's going to look at, she's going to analyze each buy and hold property that she gets. So if it's a, if it's a property that's rented out from a tired landlord, she could see what the rent is. Does the area allow us to bump up the rent a little bit? Right. So Connie's going to go through all of her analysis on that lead. The great thing is she didn't have to do anything to get that lead into her office. This is the, this is the power of working with virtual assistants. Here's a, here's my cold call process. Um, and you could change this if you guys use different technology, but we have our virtual assistant pull our list. So for any, just so everyone knows what list I use today, I mix and match sometimes, but since properties have um, increased in value so much, I only pick properties owned for two years or more, three bed, two bath. That's all I do right now. Um, sometimes I'll change between pre-foreclosure, um, tax delinquency, non-owner occupied, etc. So that's what I mean by pulling list. Um, whatever list type that you get, your list source, um, I use a, a number of them. You have a company like RealFlow that has lists inside their software. You could use um, companies like PropStream. I think Scott recommends one as well. Um, so anyway, your virtual assistant is going to pull your list. Then they're going to skip trace the list for you. What skip tracing means, it's going to pull out the best uh, potential number for you that, that uh, equates to that record. So for instance, a lot of these skip trace services will give you three to five-ish different numbers for that individual, right? It could be a landline, it could be a cell phone that's attached to that address and that name. Once they pull that list, virtual assistant is going to upload that list into whatever dialer you use, right? We use, uh, we have a, a, a company called Smartphone that we use. We've also used Ready Mode. Um, there's a bunch of other ones. Um, there's a bunch of other companies out there. Mojo's another one. So they upload it into the dialer. Five Nine's another one. And then your virtual assistant calls on a daily basis, just keeps calling, calling until they get a connect. So once they get a connect, we give them the script that they're following. Again, our virtual assistants are trained on doing this for you. They can set an appointment for you or drive that lead just right to your email. It all depends on what you want. What we do is we tie a form so our virtual assistants will get a lead. That form goes into our, we use Podio, um, goes into our Podio account. And as soon as there's a new lead in, it hits uh, our acquisition team right away. So they get a ding on their phone, brand new lead, boom, speed to lead, right? Very important. So this is our VA cold calling process here. I'm going to make sure I'm staying on time. Yep, I think I am. Here's just a quick little case study. Uh, my buddy, Mitch Stevens, owner of 1,000 Houses. He's down there in, in, uh, in Texas. Um, he uses our virtual assistants to cold call. Uh, he has a VA for each one of his acquisition individuals. Um, his team was getting burnt out from cold calling. The numbers started going down. Uh, Mitch called me up. I've been on his podcast a number of times. He's like, hey, Bob, I need some uh, very good, uh, virtual assistants. So what he did, he's hired VAs for all his acquisition managers to assist with lead generation and cold calling because he realized that his acquisition individuals were better off just dealing with motivated sellers, not burning themselves out by uh, running through all these records. Results in his first month, um, the new VA's acquisition team brought in six extra deals. That's two extra deals per person. Really good. So 
Mitch is a great dude, good buddy of mine. Um, so anyway, just figured I would add this uh, in there, testimonial. Here is some real-life stuff. Um, I know we all like seeing real-life stuff from our uh, Riva Global Virtual Assistants. I have a company called Perch Rock Management. Um, it is our investment company. Uh, we did a deal uh, in Bella Vista, Arkansas, $24,700 profit. Another one in Brantford, Connecticut. So we do this in, in Alabama, Arkansas. We got Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, Connecticut, Massachusetts, um, Ohio. So we're going into a lot of different markets um, because you can do this business anywhere. It doesn't have to be your own backyard. I'm here in Connecticut. Here was a East Hartford fix and flip, $118,000 profit. Love this deal. Um, we actually had this one wholesaled. So this is important for everyone. We had this property wholesaled. Wholesaler came back, said, you guys are making too much money. We said, you know what? Thank you. We're going to buy it and rehab it ourselves. So I should. I wanted to send this gentleman a thank you card for allowing us to make $118,000 rather than $50,000 wholesale, but I didn't. I took the high road. But the takeaway on this one, guys, is if you have, um, if we have a couple of different exit strategies and what we can do in our business, um, it's just a tool in your tool belt. Really important to be able to act on that. This was a wholesale turned fix and flip, right? Uh, wholesaler starting to count our money and we, we didn't like that. So we said, you know what? We might as well keep it ourselves and fix and flip it. Uh, text messaging, right? This is, um, Text messaging works very, very well. Um, you know, just make sure that you guys do your own due diligence on text messaging. Same system, right? You have different types of companies. You have text message platforms, launch control. Um, there's batch leads. There's smarter contact, et cetera. But it's the same system. Our VA pulls our list. We use the same list. We cold call them and text message the same list. That's what I do in my business. Works very well. We have our Reva Global VA pull our list. Get them skip traced, uploads. We upload it into, we use launch control. Um, this is a presentation um, that I just did uh, for a company that used batch leads. Like I said, that you could change this tool out with any type of text platform you use. Our virtual assistants are trained on a lot of that. But again, I personally use a company called launch control. Then our VA will text and manage the communication back and forth. Again, I have not done anything yet. And as soon as they get a hot lead, someone who raises their hand and says, you know what? Yes, I will. I would love to entertain an offer. Boom. Goes into our CRM. You can either have them set an appointment. Some clients like send appointments. I like it going to our sales team. So it goes to our sales team and hot lead comes in and then it's their job to lock them up. So let's give you some results from our text messaging. This is Charlotte, North Carolina. Wholetail, $21,500 profit. Atlanta, Georgia, wholesale, $17,000, and a Cave Spring, Arkansas, wholesale, $37,500. As you can tell, I've never seen any of these houses. This is the first time I've seen this picture, so Preston, thank you for uploading these for me. Um, I don't see any of these. Um, a lot of times, my sales team doesn't see any of these. Um, so you could do this business just on the computer. Very, very cool. I never knew you could do that back in the day. I wish I did. I would have started you know, started doing this a long time ago, but um, everybody can do this. We do it. You can do it too. All right, VAs for follow up. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm. I'm good for time. So I'll probably spend another. Let's go five minutes. I'll run through this real quick because I know there's an open Q and A at the end. Uh, VAs for out for follow up. 
This is extremely important. Every single one of us should have a virtual assistant for follow-up because here's what happens. Whether you're doing direct mail, whether you're doing cold calling, whether you're doing text messaging, PPC, whatever it is, you will have all of these leads start piling up, piling up, piling up. Before you know it, what happens is we're all the same. We cherry pick. Take the one from the top. Take the one from the top. Newest one comes in. We call. They don't answer. goes back to the bottom. We call. Don't answer. goes back to the bottom. Before you know it, you'll have hundreds and hundreds of leads that are just sitting there untouched. So we have a virtual assistant go through all of our leads on a daily basis. We actually have two of them that do follow up for us. Um, consistent follow-up process means revenue. So this is just a st- statistic. I think it could be higher than this now, but 70% of all deals are closed by following up. I can't remember the, fir- the last time we had a one call close on a deal, right? It typically takes two, three, but here are some national averages. And I think they're higher than this now. It takes on average between five to eight touches to convert a lead and is often the one thing not maintained in our business. So if it takes five to eight touches, think about how much time it takes out of our day to consistently follow up and call and touch someone either five to eight times, a lot. So this is a great thing for for each one of us to outsource to a VA. This is what I do in my business. Follow-up stats. Please take a screenshot of this. This is important. Only 2% of sales close on the initial meeting. Only 2%. So if you get 100 leads, only two of them will close. That means you'll have 98 leads and you're going to have to follow up on, right? This is the stuff that burns you out. The average sales follow-up drop-off rate. So this is your competition. This is the beauty of why you should get a virtual assistant or someone in your office to consistently follow up. 44% of sales are, this is nationally, stop following up after one no. After one no, right? 22% stop after two. 14% after three, 12% after four. That means 92% of people are done after the fourth no. Now, the prior stat said it takes five to eight touches to get a deal, sometimes more. So if your competitors are are quitting after the fourth no, that now brings you back up on the top echelon of this world, right? Again, after you, it doesn't matter if you're um, real estate, uh, there's some, a question that popped up. How do you manage DNC lists? So a lot of these skip tracing companies run them through a DNC check, do not call list, right? So definitely look at that. That's what we do. The companies that we use run them through DNC. And also um, some of these dialers do, and also a lot of these text message companies also run them through as well. So that's um, just a little bit of, just want to make sure I answer that question that popped up. The other thing we do is direct mail. Again, this is my business. We're adding on other uh, lead generation channels, but these are three main lead generation channels. Again, direct mail, our Reva Global VA pulls the list. We use a company called PropStream to pull our list. Sometimes we use RealFlow as well. It's got lists in there. Um, They format the list to make sure it fits our direct mail company and how they want it. Upload it to the direct mail preferred provider. Then when the leads come in, it goes right to our VA. Our VA takes the lead, says, hey, how are you? This is you know, Bob from Perch Rock Management. How can I help you? Oh, I got a, I got a, a piece of direct mail. Okay, great. They're going to pre-screen all the leads, and then they're going to send it over to our CRM, which dings our sales team. So this is what we do. Again, we do cold calling, text messaging, direct mail, our main uh, lead generators as of today. We're looking to add on more as well, um, but just so you guys know just a little bit what my company looks like. Here's some direct mail deals, recent deals from direct mail campaigns. 
Prospect, Connecticut. We had a wholesale deal, 28 grand. We had a Torrington deal, 16,000. This started as a buy and hold, just so you know. Um, and then the market actually increased. Someone came up to us, wrote us a letter and said, hey, I'm looking for a buy and hold. We're like, all right, cool. We just bought this property, boom, $16,000 profit. So uh, Montville, Connecticut, this is a retail buy and hold. Uh, $2,200 is a big, pretty sizable cash flow deal. Really cool. So um, that's the one we actually just sold as well for a $30,000 profit. So I want to make sure I kept this in here so you could see both rental, wholesale, wholesale, a little bit of how we do and some rehabs. All right, property lead research. There's also other tasks that our VAs do. Every VA follow a due diligence checklist for each lead. Have your VA compile comparables. Also, we have our virtual assistants do a little um, comparables. We have a lot of clients that want our VAs to do property and lead research. Uh, have your VA research the, the property, pull tax information, title information, and more. All done for you. So, again, this is how we use our VAs. Also, transaction coordinating is a huge one as well. Social media management, etc. cetera. Uh, property marketing. Uh, virtual assistants can also design graphics, posts, and flyers for properties. A lot of our, our uh, property managers that we have, buy and hold investors, use our VAs to do um, designing posts, graphics, um, sending out to potential uh, leases and renters, I should say, sharing property listings across social media and classified uh, listing sites. Um, again, all repeatable, repeatable tasks and easy to implement with a VA. Uh, lead intake with the VA. Again, these are some of the tasks, just like you said at the beginning, Connie. This should open kind of our ideas and our minds about uh, what VAs can do. Uh, have your virtual assistant taking all the calls for inbound leads, whether they're sellers, buyers, or tenant buyers. But for those of you who own properties, it is a pain in the butt pre-screening tenants. Absolute pain. Great task for a virtual assistant to do. Uh, they'll gather all the information that you need, qualify the lead, set the appointment, Again, have live answer even when you can't. Um, it's important. No lead is ever lost. That is money in your pocket. When we lose a lead, we lose money. We got a hole in our pocket. We got to make sure that we stitch up that pocket um, and make sure that money doesn't fall out of it. Uh, you now have more time for income producing tasks. We have to start looking at our businesses um, each and every day on what makes us money. Is cold calling a list that you just actually buy and purchase yourself? Is that uh, income producing task? It's not. It is when you actually have a motivated seller. That's income producing task for us. So look at what I would do, just a, a quick little thing. Just look at, take about a uh, uh, two weeks and look at your phone and look at all of the tasks that you do on a daily basis for two weeks. You'll realize that there's so much stuff that's on that list that you could peel off and give to a virtual assistant that you don't have to do anymore you'll realize a lot of them are non-income producing tasks. If you look at it and you say, hey, you know what? I'm doing $10 an hour tasks. One of my buddies gave me the quote. He said, Bob, if you're doing $10 an hour tasks, that's going to equate to a $10 an hour bank account. He said, outsource those $10 an hour tasks. So um, I, that was my buddy. Uh, my buddy gave me that quote. So I figured I would use it to you. Speed to lead. Some more stats. According to a study by Harvard Business Review, you're nearly seven times more likely to have a meaningful conversation with a key decision maker when contacting a lead within an hour. That's why as soon as you get a hot lead over from your virtual assistant, you got to get on the phone, right? You got to get on, get on the phone um, right away. 
75% of prospects usually end up working with the first business that contacts them. Interesting, right? Again, this is uh, from Harvard Business Review. Pretty reputable, right? 75% of prospects, first business that contacts them. Very cool. My buddy, Billy, um, he's got, I think, five of our virtual assistants, um, and he's doing very, very well. They're able to increase $120,000 per month in revenue. Uh, he does a lot of the same stuff that we do. Like I said, very good buddy of mine. Uh, Billy's out of New York, New Jersey area. All right, most common tasks for scaling. I want to make sure I'm on time. I don't like going over time. Uh, lead generation, cold calling, text messaging, direct mail, uh, pay-per-click, etc. Lead nurturing, follow-up specialists, like we talked about, email, phone, text. Uh, lead management, uh, manage our marketing tasks, social media management, graphics, video, podcast management. Uh, we have a podcast as well that we have our virtual assistant working behind the scenes on it, content creation, etc. And some admin tasks, appointment setting, uh, email, inbox management, uh, bookkeeping, data entry, inbound phone, skip tracing, list pulling, KPI tracking, etc. So just a little bit of the common tasks. Uh, cost savings of a VA. Uh, for those of you who hire uh, state-bound, like I'm here in Connecticut, um, people in Connecticut want 20 $25, $30 an hour, right? Um, you know, I have a, a team of 15 plus. If I'm paying somebody $30 an hour, it's going to be very difficult to run for any of us to run a small business. So uh, our virtual assistant, 20 hours to 40 hours part-time. This is just some of the huge benefits and cost savings of hiring a VA or hiring in-house. As you can see, the left-hand side benefits include paid time off that are all paid for, health insurance, company paid training. Uh, if you're hiring someone in-house, that's out of your pocket. Also average salary for college graduates. Depending on where you are, it could be a lot more than this, thirty-five dollars to $45,000 a year. Um, again, VAs have their own technology, they have their own office space. Uh, we don't pay any state or federal taxes. Your own uh, in-house hire, again, technology, you got to provide an office space, you got to provide, we got to pay taxes for them as well. So just a little bit of a, a cost savings of using a virtual assistant. Um, I think this is the last the last slide. Do we do best outsource the rest, best automation? So here's a, a free download. Um, I think Preston put it in here, and I think um, I think some of you guys put it in here. But that is my presentation. Um, I will stop sharing. If anyone has any questions, you could go, again, thinkreva.com. But um, that's about it. I know I spoke quick. I wanted to stay underneath that mark. So I know Ken um, – you know, I know there's, there were some questions we were answering throughout the time, but if anyone has any questions, you know, please let me know. Um, I'll answer, you know, what comes out of my office, whatever you guys, whatever you guys you want, need. Um, like I said, I use my virtual assistant, my own business. Um, so it's, uh, I apply what I, what I teach as well. So 